Hi guys, welcome to the match reaction to Arsenal nil, Everton 1 and thankfully a winning way for Everton back this evening as we look to continue our hopeful kind of uh, res resuming of challenging for Europe and of course this guys is the Gunners and Blues podcast a double over Arsenal this season the first time we've won at Arsenal I think since 1996 and in fact the first double since 1985-86 season so we have done it this is now as it stands in the table puts us within touching distance of course of fourth place Chelsea and with the rest of the weekend games you know still to come there's optimism that hopefully results will go our way so with the results that we need to happen over the weekend you know we need to hopefully hope for a Newcastle win um, a draw will be best between West Ham and Chelsea and then on Sunday we have Manchester United win and a West sorry, a West Brown win against Leeds and Villa respectively to keep the teams behind us at bay, of course. And once all over, you know, still this is all over the weekend. We still have played a game with less of most of these teams. So you know, let's you know it's we're back. It's great to see us back with a win tonight. I thought the lads played very well. Both sides went for it, and overall, I think we just about shaded it on the deserves on the night. Richardson, of course, getting the winner via a howler by the Arsenal keeper. Anyway, let's get into the game itself, and we'll start with the lineup. I think we were taken back just a little bit with the partnership of Mason Holgate and Ben Godfrey. I thought Keane or Mina uh, would have been in there, you know. You know, we know that Keane can't play in that role. Um, if it as a back three, would have been a back four tonight, it would be much better, I think, playing with Ben Godfrey. But Carlo Ancelotti went with Mason Holgate. So, unless he was giving him a rest completely, or you know, Michael has picked up a knock itself, you know, it remains to be seen. The other one, of course, was Andre Gomez starting in place of Tom Davies. And after the success, the way the midfield played against Spurs last time out, I didn't think he was going to change the midfield. But obviously, the big news was seeing Dominic Cavalu and, of course, back playing in the starting lineup this evening. So, as I said, let's hope it's not a, a long term injury for Michael Keane. And as for Arsenal, they might have had stuff on their minds. We were they were obviously without their two key major kind of forward players. But obviously, as the fans were protesting outside the ground this evening, and um, there's a lot of talk. Obviously, because of the this whole top six in the Super League issue, there was quite a few people outside the Emirates this evening. And in fact, during most of the game, uh, you could actually hear the police helicopter overhead <laughs> while the game was being played. So. A very fast start by Arsenal themselves, very dominant and Everton were trying to find themselves in what way we were going to set ourselves out against them and our first chance came from a free kick taken by Guilfrey Sigurdsson which almost fell to the head of Ben Godfrey but it was, it was out for a goal kick. He did get his head to it but I think it was one of the, the, the Arsenal defenders, I think it was a holding was with him and kind of marshaled him enough that he wasn't able to get his effort on target. Coleman and Allen were looking very comfy in the ball, especially Coleman. Um, I know a lot of people gave uh, Jordan Pickford man of the match today. I would have probably just given it to Coleman just because he proved today that he's just he's not a player that's over the hill whatsoever. He's still a player that can offer a lot for Everton Football Club. And we started to kick on a bit more as the minutes kicked on you know we were in the ball back a lot and then on 12 minutes a great a chance for Everton a lovely cross by Luca Dina after he received the ball from Guilfi Sigurdsson and found the head of Calvert-Lewin but he just couldn't direct the header on target it was a lovely bullet kind of a header as well it was so fast that you actually thought it was going to go crashing into the back of the net 
and it would it would be great for to get this opening goal because Arsenal are on this kind of form where once they lose the first goal and not be you know they're not being able to come back into any some of these games. So at that point, Carlo was really edging the team on to try and make this you know dominance period that we had to make it pay off. So after twenty minutes, it was still nil nil, but we were in a good moment in the game. Holgate clearances though needed to be just a little bit better, and when he did get a chance to clear the ball to make sure he put his foot through them because they were kind of like looping clearances so when he did clear it it would fall immediately to an oncoming Arsenal player so he just needed to make sure he put his foot through those clearances just before the half an hour mark a lovely true ball to Richarlison from uh, Allen it was he turned the defender and took a shot on his left foot but it was well saved by the keeper and in fact it was such a good save that he, he knew he'd seen the oncoming Dominic Cavalloon so once he did that he was able to you know save it enough that Dominic Cavalloon couldn't get there with a rebound so after the half hour mark it was a little bit more even Stephen uh, Party was given a yellow card for a foul and from the resulting free kick Gilfi and Hamas Rodriguez were standing over it and it was he hit it so well and it came off the crossbar the keeper was never getting to it it was a brilliant effort by Gilfi Sigerson and a great way to, you know, to see Gilfi is seen to be back to some sort of you know a, a decent form and great for him you know because we have been criticising him for the last couple of you know months but he seemed to you know, be well up for the game again today. And then literally a minute, maybe a minute and a half later, Party gave away another free kick, this time taken down uh, James Rodriguez. And to be honest, you know, not that I'm saying that the free kick was bad, but I've seen it in the past in other games and other seasons where after giving a bad free kick away and getting a yellow card, that instinctively you give away another free kick that the yellow card would come out and you'd be sent off. So I've seen that done very, very quickly. And then from that resulting free kick, it was taken by Lucadini, but he hit it straight into the wall. So Everton were really on the up at this point, and five minutes left at the half, and Sigerson, as I said, was having a good game. Gomez was hit and miss, but I did notice that when he did have the ball, he would be looking for Hamas Rodriguez. But the issue, I think, with Gomez, some people were saying that Gomez didn't have a great game. I think it's the fact that he was looking for Hamas on every single time. But Hamas, a lot of time in that first half especially, was playing in a lot of deeper positions. So, of course... Once Gomez would look up, he would want to try and find Andre Gomez. So it was a case of, he should be saying to himself, OK, well, Gomez and Alan, they have the midfield. So let, you know, James get and play his number 10 role where he's there to receive the ball and be able to be responsible for putting in the services to uh, the likes of Dominic Cavalloon and Richarlison. So as we blew far off the, the halftime whistle, the commentary was just a little biased towards the Arsenal saying that they were having better play in the, the half. And I would have to disagree on that. I think we were just a little better. And you could see in, in uh, Mikel Arteta's face, he was a little bit worried about that. So opening minutes then in the second half, very promising again. We were getting into the Arsenal penalty area, but then we got a bit of a shock then on 51 minutes. A penalty was given to Arsenal and looked like it was... When I look back on it, even right now, when I look back on the the replays on this, it looked like there was no contact to me and it went to VAR to check, but they went into an offside 
decision in the build up to that so it was ruled off completely anyway with the replay showing he was offside and as I said it looked like there was still no contact between Richardson and the Arsenal player for me and minutes later Richardson was up to the other end and it looked like a handball shout in the Arsenal box but VAR waved it away very very quickly and now the game is moving very very fast and they did go back and look at the VAR check and you could see that the Arsenal player did have his hands um, his arms tucked in but did come off the off his backside anyway so there was no there's no chance of it being a penalty uh, in the midst of all this Alan had gotten a yellow card so then we had a heart on <laughs> the hand on heart moment on 58 minutes as an Arsenal cross was deflected in just wide to the post by Mason Holgate it came off him so fast that if it was on target there was no way Jordan Pickford was going to get anywhere near it and even after the minutes ticked on, the Arsenal bench were, uh, bench were still complaining about the penalty they hadn't given as they felt that the game hadn't moved on from what they would call the next phase before Richarlison, obviously, the incident. But I still believe, even if that is the case and it was moved on and they looked at the Richarlison, you know, so-called, you know, tackle, whatever, it would have been ruled off in no contact because Richarlison, from what I can definitely see, had no contact whatsoever with the Arsenal player. So the tide had slightly turned here and a success of corners for Arsenal was keeping our defence busy. Then Mason Holgate himself went into the book on 63 minutes. And then you could see, which I even right now as I speak now, if it was the weirdest and strangest substitution by Carlo Ancelotti. You could see Fabian Delph was being made ready and given instructions on the, the Everland sideline. But, you know, was this going to be the right decision by Carlo Ancelotti? I don't think so. And meanwhile, Arsenal had a, a volley effort just over the bar and we were starting to struggle just a little bit and not getting out of our own half. So... Delph did come on for Andre Gomez and to be honest I don't know what Carlos Ancelotti was thinking because for the rest of the game now I know the guy hasn't played you know for an, an, since December but his passing was very poor there was you know any passes he did make were completely erratic they were weren't on target whatsoever and almost cost losing the ball on a number of occasions and we we didn't need that in the in the side. He didn't offer anything in the time he was on the pitch. So seventy minutes gone, guys, and we're still nil nil. And Arsenal were still pushing ahead. Delph was on full backwards uh, mode, and I've never seen anything like it. You know, we've we've criticised criticised different players, namely Tom Davies and Andre Gomez in the past of passing backwards. But whatever reason it was, Delph was just could not put a forward ball in. Everything was going backwards and putting us on the, the back foot an awful lot. Then, for once, in I, you've heard me say this before with the commentator's course, where the commentator's course, for once, in God knows how long it went our way, the commentary were talking about, you know, that... Arsenal were putting on so much pressure but we'd have to watch the break by Everton and with that moment we did break Richarlison was down the right hand side and he was turning it across towards Dominic Cavalier on a pullback which the cross was very poor in itself but whatever way it happened I don't think the goalkeeper was ready to receive it and it was turned in by the keeper and we were Everton were suddenly 1-0 up against the run of play at that time and there was a check by VAR for offside but there was no need to check it he was nowhere near offside but Obviously, the way things are, they check everything. But it was a very, very fast check, a quick check. And 
they, it was it was ruled that everything was fine and everything were one nil up. So everything were leading completely against the run of play. And with ten minutes left, the Blues were still holding on. Five minutes left, then and Arsenal were still coming on. Tom Davies came on to start up, you know things. Uh, you know, defensively, so he came on for James, and then with two minutes left, uh, Yerry Mina came on for Rashadison, so we kept kept defensive shape, and you know the question was could we hold on Arsenal kept on coming we did get the, the double over the Gunners for the first time in a long long time it keeps our hunt in for Europe but what was very important at the end of this game right at the end was the important save by Jordan Pickford to guarantee us that three points and that's why a lot of people have given you know he had some saves you know small saves during the game but that massive save at the, at the end of that game got us the three points not just for Charleston's obviously goal off the goalkeeper so Second half, you can really only say without putting a downer on too much is the fact that Delphi was absolutely atrocious when he came on and offered zilch and, as I said, almost got us into trouble a number of times. And on the balance, did we deserve that win? I would say 100% yes, but just about. You know, you probably go 60-40 in, in turn of everything in the, the way we played the game. So, you know, as mentioned earlier, Holgate had a very few shaky moments, especially in the first half, but he grew better and had some very decent clearances. Coleman was brilliant again for me today when we did lose the ball. Um, Godfrey was also very important too. His power and pace, he was there to get back, even though he might be a little bit forward. Just, I've never seen a defender move as fast as Ben Godfrey, and he's very important for us going forward. And Alan, I thought, was decent in patches, especially with that great true first ball to Rashadis in the first half. Calvert Lewin, now, you know, he was great at holding up the ball, at the ball today but he didn't have that many touches in the Arsenal box. So that would be a little worry, but obviously possibly that's also due to the fact that the service might have been fantastic from either wing to him either. So thankfully guys, we're back to winning ways. Hopefully some results are going to go our way over the course of the weekend. The Monday game, it's Leicester. I don't know who's Leicester are playing, but I think with Manchester United and Leicester, let them fight it out over the, the second and third spot. But, you know, when you look at the table now, if we can get results to go our way over the weekend, well, then, you know, you don't want to be taking too much into the whole thing of um, we are so we're on the cusp of Champions League football again. We don't want to get ourselves too ahead of us. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we ruled out Champions League football again. Now it seems that there is a slight chance, but this this result tonight needs to make sure that we continue into the remaining games to the end of the season. And, you know, again, it brings in the importance of that uh, game in hand that we still have. So it's very, it's, it's, it's in our hands again and hopefully results go our way over the weekend. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to the Gullets and Blues Supporters Club Warren podcast. This has been Ash and I'll talk to you again very, very soon. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Talk to you again soon. Take care and stay blue.